The Royal Interview, a Downing Street Situation Room, and the Swiss vote to approve a burqa ban. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday the 8th of March. Before we start the Daily Briefing today, we'd like to wish everyone a happy International Women's Day. It's important that we all use today to recognise both the achievements and the challenges facing women in 2021. While we've made great strides in the last few decades, more work does need to be done, including encouraging people to choose to challenge and call out inequality. We've included a link in the description to the International Women's Day website, which features information about this year's Choose to Challenge theme, alongside a bunch of other useful resources. In the first story today, let's discuss the issue that the British press just can't get enough of. The Oprah Winfrey interview with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Harry and Meghan. I understand why some people might think that we shouldn't discuss royal issues like this in our videos, but this isn't your standard royal gossip. The outcome of this debate and the discourse that surrounds it helps to highlight major issues in Britain's monarchy, politics and media landscape. So no matter whose side you're on, and whether or not you think anything ought to change, this truly is consequential for Britain. Anyway, the interview aired in the US last night and is set to broadcast on ITV1 at 9pm this evening. Although it's not actually aired in the UK yet, many of the big UK newspapers have opted to include the revelations from the interview on their front pages. It's clear that while some members of the press were expecting some bombshells, they weren't expecting the sheer number that dropped across the highly anticipated two-hour special. These bombshells include that a member of the royal family asked about how dark their child's skin would be, that Prince Charles stopped accepting his son's calls when they announced that they were stepping back from the royal family, that Meghan is expecting her second child, that the couple were married by the Archbishop of Canterbury in the back garden three days before the royal wedding in 2018, that Harry was cut off financially by his family earlier in the year, and that Harry loved his brother and wanted to fix their relationship. What's perhaps more remarkable though is the way that the press have reacted to this, with many outlets already coming down hard on the couple, especially taking aim at Meghan. This shouldn't be surprising, considering that much of this story was drummed up by the tabloids in order to sell papers, but it's pretty remarkable how quickly the media have reacted, especially considering how profound some of the revelations in the interview were, specifically Meghan's remarks about suicide. That's something which is especially incongruous for ITV, whose lead anchor, Piers Morgan, spread a message surrounding Meghan's suicidal thoughts, seemingly in direct contrast to the pro-mental health message the channel's been attempting to spread in recent months. Anyway, I've probably got too opinionated here, but I just find it pretty distasteful when people decide to continue profiting from the monster that they've created, rather than taking a beat to consider what's happening and the human impact of it. So I'd encourage everyone, regardless of your views, to keep things respectful in the comments. For our second story today, we move back to the UK to discuss the Prime Minister's plans to create a White House-style situation room in Downing Street. It's been claimed that the renovation will cost £9.3 million, which will be used to fit the room with interactive dashboards and heat maps. These are said to be useful in terror attacks and any future pandemics. The Situation Room is set to be announced on the 16th of March, and is set to be operational by the summer. 
These renovations come following the Prime Minister's plans to create a White House-style press briefing room, which has been delayed due to the pandemic, and his supposed plans to ask the public to contribute to a charity that would fund renovations to the Prime Minister's flat above Number 11 Downing Street. Labour have branded the plans as a vanity project and have compared the amount of money being spent on renovations to the 1% pay rise for NHS workers. However, a source told The Independent that the coronavirus has shown we need this. It will support a greater speed of decision-making, demonstrating that the government will likely argue that it's not merely a vanity project, but a much-needed improvement which will allow the government to better handle crises in the future. Ultimately, we'll leave it up to you to decide which interpretation you agree with. In the last story of the Daily Briefing today, we move to Switzerland to discuss a referendum on face coverings. If you've been watching the Daily Briefing for a while now, you'll remember that a couple of months back, we mentioned that Switzerland was planning on holding a referendum about banning face coverings in public. The kind of coverings that they were seeking to outlaw were religious face coverings such as niqabs and burqas, as well as face masks used when protesting, such as ski masks and bandanas. This referendum was understandably quite controversial, despite never actually mentioning Islam by name. However, some have criticised the ban for discriminating against religious groups and telling people what they can and cannot wear. Such people might also argue that the referendum comes at a strange time, as most countries are currently telling their citizens to cover their faces. Others, however, have claimed that this new ban is needed to combat what they consider a sign of oppression of women and to uphold the basic principle that faces should be shown in a free society. The referendum itself passed with 51.26% of voters backing the ban, so it looks like it's set to be instituted in Switzerland in the coming months and years. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.